What's up, everybody? Icebox Pod here, episode 21, 412 Sports Cards at Icy Ice Cards. We've got a good one today. We got some show talk. Matt's got a show review. Rumor on the street is successful show. Might teach me a few tricks uh, for the upcoming Shipshawana, which, although I won't be there long, I'm excited for. And maybe talk about some of the new basketball products, Elite and Donruss, and maybe sprinkle in a little tickets at the end. But Matt, how are we doing? Pretty good. Yes, a very successful show. Very yeah. successful. You're up in the ante. I, I just heard it was good enough to, to talk about, and it wasn't a humiliation. Yeah, I thought it was really good. I also don't have super high standards because I don't really ever set up. But for my Did you stand- set up? Yeah, I was. It was pretty good, I thought. So what do you – do you just have, like, a ton of inventory that you sit on? Or, like, how do you set up? Do you just have a bunch of random stuff, like, laying around, and you put it in a showcase, and you're like, well, I'll see if I sell anything today? So I think I brought a total of, like, 50 cards. Not very many. Um, but I was set up with a couple other people. So we filled the table. Um, and then – Really, I just put prices on everything and just put out like a little sign that just said buying and see what would walk up to my table. Interesting. I, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I, I don't. Do you have a bunch of random inventory just laying around from like old deals that you haven't moved yet? And then that you don't. Then what do you put out at a table? Because like for me, at least the way I see it, like if I bought something. I, I don't know. I don't necessarily want to sell it. Like, you know, like, what do you put out at the table? I have like 40 cards pretty much that I just bought to resell. And that's Oh, pretty- oh, okay. So like some inventory. Yeah, some inventory, but I don't usually keep inventory for long because I like to just move on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I had some inventory. Um, the people that set up with me had some inventory, so just combined it, put a table together. You get rid of any John Morant? Um, you have any John Morant to get rid of? I don't think I have any, really. I don't. I had an immaculate rookie numbered out of 49. That's the only one I had, and, and I sold it. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, that would have been a nice card to have right now. John Moran stuff through the roof. Yeah, I saw uh, for the first time his Panini one and one out of ninety nine in person. Uh, no, I saw it for the first time it went higher than Zion's. Yeah, I saw it too. Honestly, I'm surprised that Zion's is uh, that it took that long for that to happen. I. I'm honestly really surprised too because that one and one card of Zion, I actually kind of want that card because it's a really cool looking card and just being numbered so low, like I think it could be a really good card to have if Zion ever does anything. But that, they that, the one and one stuff sells really strong. Yeah, it does. It sells very, very strong. The, those parallels, it's actually kind of insane how well it sells. Yeah, I I think my logic was for shows is every dealer is set up there to sell. 
So I was like, if I can be set up there to buy, then it's a little bit different. So that's what I tried to do is really just take advantage of the stuff that walked up to my table. And I honestly, I was thinking about this. Me personally, I don't think I sold a single card. Oh, really? Yeah, now that I think about it. I traded uh, two massive cards. Why would you, why trade? Just because. Because a person walked up to the table and wanted the trade and like, I'll always take a look. So I looked through and they made a ton of sense. So I was like, oh, all right, I'll take it. Move on to the next thing. So, and I also really like doing this now is the two cards, the two massive trades that I made were me trading two really big cards down and then gaining value. Just because you can charge a premium for when you, because you have the big cards, you're like, well, I think I demand a little bit of a premium because like I'm getting rid of a bigger card. And then what do you do? And then you just go and you unload the cheaper cards. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. Because the cheaper cards are really easy to move. So. Yeah, it's definitely true. What'd you get rid of? I got rid of a Mahomes field level. Uh, Silver? Rookie. Um, so I had that for about a, I think I got that from PWCC two days before the show started. Jeez. And I gained a little bit over a thousand dollars. Going off. Yeah. So that was, it was a like, just cause I traded down. And uh, then I traded my 2002 tops Chrome refractor Brady, the weekly rack. Yeah. Oh, the, the weekly wrap up. Cause I have the true version, but I'm mm-hmm. keeping that one for my PC, but the weekly weekly wrap up, I figured I could move. So mm-hmm. traded on that for about, I want to say like 30 or 40 cards. Oh, wow. Oh, you could have gotten a ton of value there. Yeah, I think I got, yeah, like 30 or 40 cards. And I and what's really nice is I got a little bit um, over comps on it. Um, but then most of the stuff I got was gradable raw. Oh, where are you sending it? SGC? Um, PSA for the $50 Oh, okay. What are they like expensive cards? Um, yeah, decently. It was uh some Casey Mize Mm -hmm. bomb chrome autos and then some Joey Bart bomb and chrome autos. Like parallels or true? Yeah, like um I got a gold Casey Mize, a gold Joey Bart. A gold first? Yeah, Casey Mize, yeah. Well, that's a pretty big card. Yeah, I think it's like Okay, I'd be sending the PSA too with a card like that. Yeah, they, yeah, it was all like better stuff, and then like a gold wave Bart. Um, and Bart then, is uh, a very interesting play. He's his yeah. prices like way down. Yeah, when I looked up comps on them, I was honestly shocked because I don't pay attention to that market as all. At yeah, all. he's fallen a lot. Yeah, I got three atomic out of a hundred autos. Um, so if he ever does anything, I'll be in a good, I'll be in good shape. Wow. Yeah, you will. That's Um, insane, actually. Yeah, I think that was pretty much the highlights. 
the two cards I did get that I really am interested in, I got two Dennis Rodman 1997 EX credentials. Oh. Yeah, numbered out of 499. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah, though, I'm pretty sure that that it was a crazy low pop card, like just crazy low pop. Um, and they're both raw. Wow. Um, I think the last. Oh, yeah, there's Scott right here. The last wow. nine went for like, it looks like the last nine went for $3,500. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. I'm too. It's a nice card. Yeah, across all grading companies, it's companies, it's a pop six. That's pretty wild, actually. What the heck? Yeah, so I'm I'm feeling pretty uh pretty good about that buy. See, this is why I need to get out to card shows because I can actually get I think I can get some better deals. It's tough yeah. in today's market operating in the eBay world. It's just tough. It's easy to sell on eBay. It's just harder to buy. So that was my logic is oh yeah to buy and then just sell it on eBay instead of buying on eBay for show and selling it at those. That seems backwards to me. So there's just a lot of a lot of it's tough paying all the fees on both both ways. Right. Yeah. But if you can just get yourself down the one, that is pretty intriguing. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm I'm hoping to be coming to uh, Shipshawana with some cash just to buy some stuff. Yeah, I might not buy anything crazy, but like I might be just I don't know scooping stuff that's cheap. This is kind of the goal. There's some really good value boxes there. Some really good ones. Well, see, that's why I'm kind of interested. In. I just need to make a couple bucks, so. I need yeah, to make there, a couple bucks. There's some really good ones there. I There's one guy who I always go to his like right away because he just rips a ton and then just puts mm -hmm. it in value boxes. And then you can just like make a stack and he'll always give like a decent price on it. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm starting to get really excited because I have never been to a car a legitimate card show i went to a mall card show that had five tables once and i went to uh a <laughs> certain person's show that was two people by the way from that where i spent fifty dollars at the all one dollar cards uh show if you can uh call it that i got like two hundred dollars out of it so i was i was with my out of my 50 bucks so i was pretty happy with that yeah, you did really good. I remember you uh, talking about that, and you, you did really good. I still have some of it. I, there are, like, a couple random Michael Jordan base cards that just have never sold. So they're still sitting in my box. I'll get rid of those someday. But Yeah, and at least you got nothing into them anyways. Oh, yeah. I, I'm just, uh, Someday I'll get a couple bucks for them and call it a day. On right. the time with the card. Oh, oh I don't want to say his name because, you know, I've roasted him several times. But, yeah. But, yeah. Cool. I, I wanted to talk a little bit about new products too. Elite and Donruss basketball. 
I don't know what other basketball is coming out. I know contenders football is coming down the pike, but have you looked at Elite and Don Russ any? So I feel stupid for not knowing this off the top of my head, but what product is the one that you get can get the next day autos? It's Don Russ. <laughs> it is? Okay, that's what I thought. I just wasn't sure. But you sound those, like a, a sound like a card noob out there, man. Yeah, I know. I I don't know how I didn't know off the top of my head, but those cards are awesome. I love. They're them. back. They weren't. Did you know that there yeah, were none last they, year? They skipped Flamelo, right? Well, yeah, because they had issues. Because they're signed at the photo shoot. Right uh, is when the next, which I think makes them so cool. Because if they're yeah. signed at the photo shoot, you I don't know knowing when it was signed it being associated with that event, it being like one of, I think it's t- the first card they sign in a pro uniform typically is the next day auto. Like, I don't know. Pretty cool. I agree. Yeah. That's a awesome card. And obviously it's on card. So that's getting more and more rare already. So. Yeah. The on card looks nice. Sadly, there's no Desmond Bain for me to buy. Uh, I could always go back and buy a Jaren again. I sold my Jaren next day um, a little bit ago just because I needed some money for some other stuff. But that's Gosh. a card I can see myself buying again. Has there been any sales, do you know, on a like a Cade next day auto? I don't know what those would go for. Oh, uh, 2000 maybe, or 1500 maybe. Did you see there's a Cade and Luca dual auto? That's sick, though. Wow. It so, Jaren cool. next days are between three and 500. Okay. It's really weird to me because the Cade and Luca next or auto is it passing the torch? Oh, yeah. Those are huge autos. Which I don't really get how that's passing the torch because, uh, like, Luca's not even that much older than Cade, but. Also, I don't know if Cade's the one who should be getting the torch. Also, that is from the other product we're going to talk about, which is Elite. Yeah. I I am always a big Elite fan. Really? Why, why is that? I love Elite every year. So fun. I wish Luca had real Elite cards, but sadly he does not. So sad times. The Pen Pals autos are pretty cool. I don't know if you've seen those. Yeah. Yeah. This year, it's this. I mean, this year the stuff looks even better than it used to. Uh, they put a ton of effort into reworking. So have you seen what any of the parallels look like? And that people are comparing the parallels to PMGs. Really? Yeah. Like but, the week next? Or like which parallel? No, no, we're an elite now. We got next is the hoops. Uh, Wait, that's hoops. Because no, I no. saw this one out of, I saw this one out of Elite that goes for a ton, but I'm sure this one is not the PMG one. The, oh, that's like a rare insert. Yeah, that one goes for a. Lot. No, like look up anything that's like numbered, like the aspirations, like, I'll like Google search. I don't know. Or I'll I'll show you or Google search something oh, like. What about these? Yeah, like that. So it's for the listeners. It's like a die cut. Yeah, they look sick. Okay, and this is, for uh, yeah. reference, this is what the cards used to look like. I think the die cut looks terrible. But, oh, you don't? Okay, the die cut. Okay, 
look up the orange then. You know, I, I, I can get behind the die cut being a stupid shape, but, but look up like the oranges. You cannot tell me those oranges do not look good. I will say you're a fat liar if you tell me that that orange does not look good. Is it this? Like the complete orange? Yeah, doesn't that look cool? You don't like it? I don't mind it. It's not terrible. But look at what they used to look like. They used to look like this. Do you like this better? Yeah. Okay, this is the previous years. I said this. I was show, for the listeners. I was showing off a uh, Paul George out of ninety nine from twenty nineteen elite. They are numbered out of two ten though. The orange. Well, the, the rookies only the rookies. So okay, so this is oh. for the listeners, and maybe I'll I don't know. Maybe I'll educate you too. The uh, Elite is really cool because all the rookies are numbered. So in 2019, uh, which is John Zion's year, Elite became a standalone product. And before that, it was not a standalone. And so you do you remember back in the day, status used to exist? Yes. There was a product, Panistas, and it had the status parallels, which are low numbered out of the jersey number parallels. Some people collect these. Well, that parallel got moved to Elite, and Elite has the status parallels out of 20 in 2019. And But what makes Elite really cool is that all the rookies are numbered. Now, in 2019, I be- base rookies, the base rookie, it looked just like any other base card, except it was the rookie, was numbered out of 299. So the base Zion and the base jaw were out of 299. Which is pretty low. Now yeah, there were some unnumbered, cool. some non-numbered reds that existed, but the base was out of two ninety nine. Then it had all the subsequent parallels. And, but you only get two rookies a box. You only get two rookies a box because they're yeah. low numbered. And this year they've gotten rid of all the reds, so there are none of these non-numbered parallels of rookies, and you have. The base rookie, two per box, out of $9.99. You have the orange of the rookie, which is out of $2.10. The oranges of vets are non-numbered. Okay, so like those oranges, you get like six or so a box, but they're non-numbered for vets, but rookies are out of like $2.10 or something. And then you get all the other numbered parallels below. But still, it, it's not insane, insane amounts of the rookies, which I always like. I don't know, it makes the cards fun. I had a... A PSA 10 base jaw back in the day. Sadly, don't have it anymore. But hmm. that's actually really cool. I actually kind of like that. See, this is why I like it. That they make the vets not numbered and then the rookies numbered. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it is cool. Oh, I feel, oh my God. So I sold at like start of 2020. Okay, yeah. So this should do, this should tell you the point. The jaw red, like the non-numbered jaw rookie, is like 50 bucks. And a, a non-graded, like out of 299 base is 200 bucks. Uh, yeah. A PSA 9 of that just did like 230 bucks. And back in the day when I sold mine, I sold a PSA 10 for $130. Sad. Jaw market on fire. Yeah, that's 
Yeah, his market is hot. So hot. But are you looking to buy any Cade? I know you said you want some Cade. Are you you're not buying? Not yet. I don't know. I just I don't know what to think of his prices. Like they and, and nothing's really come out that I would really want yet. Like I would want like the numbered prism or like maybe a next day auto if they next day auto is very nice. Yeah, I just there's no comp, so I have no idea what they're worth. And I don't know. There's not really any Cade cards that I really want yet. Cause I'm definitely not going to get a college auto or anything like that. No, that's stupid. But, also Oklahoma state has been added to the list of schools. I can't like after the defeat in the Fiesta bowl. Uh, so, so I can't be buying Oklahoma state branded cards. Yeah, I don't know. I probably I'll probably just get a couple numbered prism, call it good. When that Bear, you don't want don't want to get burned on some Cade in case it goes down. Yeah, and I just I mean I'll probably buy him to flip because just because I'm in Michigan, but to like keep, I don't know. I don't like him that much to like put him in my long term hold stash really. How the I I like right before, before right after the draft you were telling me how you're gonna be stacking these cades and then and then now no love for cade. Well, I mean I think I will be buying cade for sure, but just not to keep long term. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I mean I would still love to get a nice stack of cades because in Michigan they will be so easy to move. I think because this is like the first good thing in like ten years to have to be Detroit sports team. So, I think he'll sell really well. That's pretty fair. That's fair. I think Evan Mobley's the best player. Yeah, he's a beast. Do you think he'll sell, though? He sells already pretty okay. His yeah. out of, like, two – that out of, like, 210 card of him, like that orange that you showed, like that elite, it's like 250 bucks. Yeah, that'll be 100 within a month. Maybe I uh, made a questionable decision and bought an out of 49 Donruss Jalen Green base card or out of 49 blue, which I am so relieved to learn is coming in the mail on Thursday. So I'm excited that's coming soon. That's, that's tomorrow. That's interesting. What do, you, what do you think of the price? What do you think of the price for that? 150 bucks I paid. I, I paid it without, like, there aren't good comps on it, obviously. You just kind of. I would think it depends what you do with it. I would say in in three months, I think that card will be less than $100 probably. I don't disagree. So the rumor on the street from, I bought it on the Lucas Tigers Bronze whatnot, like on the auction on the whatnot. Oh, yeah. And he said it looks very, very, very clean. Now I'll be the judge of that when I get it in my hands. Yeah. But he's he's not he's not a out to get you type of guy. He's like throwing in bonuses for people left and right. So I trust it. But do you send that to SGC or do you or is it too scary to have it out of your hands or do you just try to move it for a profit and if you can't then you say okay I need to try to grade it to save myself. What's the play? Cuz I've been thinking about this waiting for it to come in the mail. What do you do? 
Assuming it looks good. It looks pretty decent. Looks like it could maybe 10. What do you do? I feel like if it looks good, then you just got to grade it, right? Yeah. And and SGC should have stuff back in a month. Yeah. I think that's one of the cards where on Thursday, you need to look it over. And if it looks good, you need to ship that thing at the latest Friday. And the only issue I have, and, and this is a legitimate issue, is that, is to send through Nash cards, which is who I send for. I need five cards to send out for grading. Oh, really? Well, I've got a serious issue in that department. I don't know if I've got that kind of that kind of stuff laying around. Oh, yeah. Hey, this sounds pretty bad, but I have almost no raw cards. Yeah. Who knows? It, it, you know, these are – there is the um, the SGC Express or whatever it is. Yeah. Is or it no. Home? Oh, okay, okay. I could send to SGC for a five-day for 50 bucks. And normally it's 23. And that's 20 to 25 days. Five days is like door to door two weeks, probably. If it looks really clean, that might be worth it. It's close, though. Yeah, it is close. I think you just have to look at it in person and see, because that is actually really borderline. I know, I know. I've been, I've been listeners. If you've got any advice, feel free to hit the DMs because I've been thinking about this. It's, it's a very interesting question. It's sitting right at the border of, I think the, it, there's no chance you can be sending this to PSA. There's not time for that kind of loitering around. This needs to be taken care of fast. Yeah. That's a very interesting card, though. I thought it would be fun to talk about on here because it's kind of a interesting discussion of how to go about this. I, I'm pretty excited to get it. Also open a couple packs of elite in the whatnot stream. So I'm excited to get those cards too. Didn't get anything big, but gotcha. it was still fun. It was still fun. Yeah. I have not joined whatnot yet. I have not it's- been in a it's only worth joining if you have someone whose stream in, you want to partake in, because otherwise it's like a more annoying version of Instagram live breakers, which I already don't like. Oh yeah. No, it's think, not good unless you know someone in particular who you are excited to join theirs. I think the only thing that I would do and I would not spend money. I would like to join card collector two's room and just watch his auctions because I've heard like stuff goes for like crazy prices. So yeah, stuff does go for crazy prices and I'm not going to lie. It's a little addictive. These one minute auctions. And then like when you bid, it like adds 10 seconds. And like I, the bid, the auction for me to win that Jalen green lasted over five minutes because it was me and this guy like who would just bid $1 more than each other from like seven, <laughs> from like $80 up to 140. It was just two people trying from like 80 to 140. That's legendary. Yeah. That I seems still think it was, 
it, it's it's very fun it's a good time especially if you're sitting around with like nothing to do yeah but but like i said it, it's only good if it's like people that you're interested in like card collector 2 would be fun to join his room just to see what's up but uh something else maybe if we want to move i hear you 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 want to talk a little bit about about tickets tickets have been in the in the news some ticket related drama uh names were uh, named Cage, a uh, lawyer from LucasArts Bronze, calling people out for uh, hyping tickets for months and months. And now uh, the unloading of the inventory begins. Uh, and then someone responded to him, why don't you at us if you're going uh, to uh, slander me? Why don't you at me? And uh, there was drama and people were blocked. But what are your thoughts on tickets? I have pretty strong opinions on tickets. Is that still up, the Lucas? No, it was a story. Oh, gotcha. Okay, I was going to look at it. And then, like, I don't know. I guess everyone knows these people are. P. Ryan, like, responded on his story. He's like, if if you're going to, like, call, like, tell me that, like, say what I'm doing is wrong, why don't you just at me, like, in your story? And then, like, a couple hours later, he's like, something I've learned in the hobby is that you just block people who annoy you and then it makes your life better. And so I assume that like Cage was blocked by uh, him. But drama aside, what are your thoughts on tickets? Because they've hung around in card community talk much longer than I think I expected them to be. And I don't know if that's organic or not, but. Yeah, I think that's the biggest pump and dump of the absolute century. It's a very prolonged pump and dump, though, because like the VHS tapes in the video games were like boop, 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 boop. And then I, I don't know, is it it's closer to sports that the reason that people have entertained this for longer? I think so. I think there there are certain tickets, I think, that are going to stick around and always be cool. But there are some tickets like for instance, you know, like a Jackie Robinson like debut ticket. You read my mind when you said there are some tickets that will stick around. That is the ticket I was thinking of. I thought yeah. that would be a ticket. That, that will always be worth a ton. Like that, yeah. and that deserves will, to be worth a ton. Yeah, like that, it's will like a always, museum quality piece. Right. Yeah. Like that. That is not what we're talking about. But when there's like. RJ Barrett debut tickets or something like that. That is absolute trash. And the thing is, too, five years from now, I, honestly, almost now, the generation that is growing up right now is not even going to know really what a ticket is because all tickets are now digital on their phones. They, I they don't, hate it. I I hate that, by the way. Like, this year didn't even have physical tickets. That's terrible. Yeah, and so why, how can tickets be a good investment when they're not even going to exist in two years? I don't. My I don't. my biggest gripe with it is the fact that we're already dabbling in uh, very very speculative uh, as uses of our money. Uh, there's no you'd be lying to yourself if you said it's not incredibly speculative to have so much money in sports cards, but. The, the thing you can take some solace in is the fact that what you have all this money speculating in is a vehicle 
that has been popular, been very popular for at least 60 years, at least 70 years, and has been around for like close to 130 years. So it's been around. But this ticket collecting, no one seriously cared about until a year ago. So the track record there is worrisome because uh, you're already taking this. I'm speculating on an athlete. I'm speculating an athlete in these physical like assets or whatever you want to call them. But then you go and you say, I'm going to speculate in the athlete on these, in these physical assets in this one, that's not proven, which is even more high risk, high reward. Yeah. It, it makes no sense to me. Like You've blown the risk up to massive, massive levels. Yeah. Like you, and that's what, that's what I always think is like, Tom Brady, like random ticket, will go for like two thousand dollars, and it's like you can get like a auto for like twenty five hundred. Like, why don't you just pay a little more and get an auto, or just get like a nice patch or like a nice insert or something like? Even a nice rookie, like, why don't just? I don't know. I don't. I do not see tickets sticking around at all. I, I mean, saw something. Be a thing in a couple of years. So that's a very good point, by the way. And that's sad for me because I don't know. I assume that you do this. I assume all people do this, but maybe I, maybe they don't. I just have a little drawer in my closet and I yep. just, you stash in there and it gets pretty, it's pretty full now. So, you know, you got to really jam them in there, but you know, the condition isn't really a concern because, you know, we're talking about tickets here, not something that should be worth uh, a boatload of money. So you just jam those puppies in the, uh, in the drawer and then, yeah. I, I, will, I, I have missed not being able to do that in the past couple of years because I like to look back at them every now and then. Yeah, you know what I actually store my tickets in is a 19, like eight, like 1991 baseball complete set box. <laughs> just, oh, that's a good. That's actually a nice little box. Nice cardboard box. Yep. Put all the tickets in there. So. That's a good one. Yeah, I just have like a little plastic drawer, like in a little organizer. And one drawer is just stuffed with just tickets that go back like a long ways. Yeah, I think that tickets, like they they have room to be like worth something. Yeah. like But it's just that like, to me, it's just like that $25 to like $50. Like it's cool for my PC like range. Not it's not what some of these things are going for. It's insane. I saw, I mean, this PSA slabbed ticket from like, I don't know if it was the 2020, 2021, something. I feel like an idiot. World Series with the Astros in it. I call myself a baseball fan. I don't even know what year this is. But it was like an Astros World Series ticket. And it was like, I don't know. I was like, this is like, and it's just like, it's not even like a season ticket that's printed and it has the pictures of the players and it's the big ticket and it's like everything. No, it's like you went to the will call window and they <laughs> printed you out your ticket. And it's that like with probably the, the crappiest paper and the crappiest ink. And yeah. it was like PSA stuff. It's like $150 with three or four days left in auction. I'm like, this is a piece of junk, like stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, that's. Yeah, that's what I don't get. But I don't, yeah, I don't see it sticking around. There's just no way. I don't even know. Like, I think to myself, would I buy a Sidney Crosby debut ticket? 
I mean, if it was like $50, maybe, but there's no way it would be $50. I don't know. It just isn't that appealing. And I think that the fact that it's not overly appealing to be collected by you, I don't think it's appealing to collect is a big issue because then when the fun in the train stops rolling and the pumping stops, if no one really cares at all, then you got a problem if no one's willing to sit on this stuff. Right. Yeah. That's the cards. There are a ton of people. I mean, there's a lot of cards that are passing hand to hand, dealer to dealer, speculator to speculator, but there also are a decent number of people, well more than in tickets, who are willing to say, you know, I, I don't mind just sitting this on this stuff and collecting it. And you, I don't know if you can feel confident that you have that in tickets. Yeah, I agree with that. I, yeah, I, yeah, I completely agree with that. I don't think any of them are ending up in the hands of like actual collectors. They're just handing in, they're just going between flipper to flipper, which is fine for a little while. Yeah, it's definitely fine for a while, but then eventually the momentum isn't what it used to be. And if you're even in cards where a lot of people are willing to sit on stuff, you have massive corrections, but you could have a, a wiping out of almost all the value if there's nobody who wants to sit on the stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll always think of a video of a uh, sports card investor, Jeff Wilson. I don't know why he films these videos. He looks like a stupid, these people who make deals for the sake of making deals on camera yeah. And he literally goes up to a table that has Super Bowl tickets and says, I want to start a signed Super Bowl ticket collection. Tell me which ones to buy from you. And that was that dealer's dream. That dealer probably bought it. And then he was like, now this is going to cost you this much. He's like, I have 10 or $15,000 to spend. Pick <laughs> out which ones I should be buying from you to best start my collection for that. And that's what I think of every time I think of tickets and it's the peak of stupidity. And I, I don't know why it's like seared into my brain. Yeah. That's just, yeah. So why that dealer probably had the best day of his life though. He probably did. Yeah. He was probably excited. If a person came up to me and said, I have X amount of money, tell me what to buy from your table. It's just like, what inventory have I had for the longest? (laughs) And then you just talk about it, why it's why it's cool to a guy who knows almost nothing about it and couldn't tell if what you're saying is actually meaningful, if it matters or not. Yeah, that's. Sheesh. Well, those red ink heritage autos, those autos streak a lot. So what you want is the blue. You want that blue ink on there it doesn't streak you know it, it presents very nice presents a lot better that's what you want yeah you know meanwhile the red ink is you know like the sp worth a ton I don't <laughs> know. you could have stuff like that happening i think so yeah yeah what a market that'll be interesting to see what like a year from now where that market is you know what else would be interesting to see a year from now? The market for F1 cards, such as 2022 Tops F1. I've heard crickets. Yeah, I... Yeah, I mean, the first year stuff does really good still, but the second year is... I don't know. Can you... real Like, what's the best cards like, you can get? A one-of-one one Lewis... Like, a one of one like Yuki Sonoda. 
Uh, I okay. I know a guy who's like a Pittsburgh guy on IG who opened a box of that stuff, and he pulled a one of one Mick Schumacher, and it was not like the. Do you know who Mick Schumacher is? Mm-hmm. Okay, so he pulled a one of one Mick Schumacher. So it's a rookie card technically, because right. his first one, the first like F one card. And I don't think it was the true, like the one in the suit with like the helmet, like by their, like in their arm or something. It was like him out by the car on a racetrack, but he didn't have the helmet on. He like had the helmet out, but it wasn't like a photo shoot picture. So I don't think it was the true, but he pulled the one of one, like the platinum base. And he like listed it for like 3000 bucks. I don't know on his IG store. I don't know what he sold it for, but like, he got rid of it. And that's probably like one of the best cards you can get. I just don't see what the ceiling is. Yeah, because see, that's that's where like I was thinking about it is they're like first year, right? Like you're chasing like your big dollar Lewis Hamiltons. Like there's a legit chase there. But for this product, it's like, I mean, maybe maybe it would be a decent box to like sit on because maybe one of those dudes becomes like really good or something. Yeah. But they're, they're mired on teams that are not good. So. Yeah. I, I don't know enough about it to even, yeah. To really even say that, like, but yeah, I don't know if people are doing that or what the logic is behind that. I have seen the prices go down a lot though. From on that. Yeah. From like the resale price. What is it even selling for a box? I don't know. I just know that I saw a couple of places charging seven hundred a box. That's insane. Yeah, and then at the and then at the card show this weekend, somebody couldn't get rid of them for four fifty. So they're already fallen. Uh, hobby box sells for do do do. I'm looking uh, right now, but three fifty a best offer was accepted not that long ago. Yeah, that's not worth $350, in my opinion. So they're way down. Yeah, I would not do that. Dang. Yeah, that's a lot. So they're down like 50%. Yeah, it's a rough break. I I, I don't know. I think the F1 is going to have, I think, popularity, mainstream popularity. It could be pretty good. But like, and I think people are genuinely excited about the next season. Like I am excited. Like I'm actually excited for the sport and like, I don't own any cards, but I'm excited for the sport to be coming back. And I'm really excited about it. I watch like YouTube videos and like, I, I, I don't know. I got into it from the drive to survive, like legitimately, but I don't want, I don't like the cards because they're so expensive for the good ones. But yeah, I think there's going to be a real issue where they're going to have rookie card problems. There are 20 people that people want cards of. There are 20 F1 drivers. That's it. Base, basketball is small rosters. And there's like 300, what would it be? 360, 400 people in an MBU uniform. There are 20 people. Every year you have two rookies, maybe three. It's not enough. It's a serious issue. Yeah. So that is going to be a big issue from a card perspective. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a really good point. I don't know how they're 
I don't know what they can do about that, really. There's nothing you can do. They, you can't have a lot of releases, first of all. You can only have so many releases. You can only roll out the same 20 people. And, you know, they clog it up with car cards and manager cards and, like, and like F2 and F3. But people only really want these 20 people. And of them, only really 10 are ever in potential, even remote contention to win anything. So, like, I don't know. It's a rough go. I, I get the appeal of the first one, but they're going to have serious issues rolling products out like this year over year. I don't know if that means, yay, hoard your 2020 uh, tops Chrome, and because it's going to be, like, by light years, the best release, or if it means, like, I don't know, I would just be worried about the longevity of the brand. Those are just my thoughts, though. Yeah. Hmm. That, that'll be interesting to see what happens with that, because as a newer, like, F1 kind of just not – I haven't really watched it a race yet, but just observer, I guess. That box just almost has no appeal to me. Like now that I think about it, because like, who am I really chasing? Like, what am I? I don't know. I, I think it always just goes back to the first year. Like the first year, there is something to chase that like is, is actually really interesting to me. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Cause it seems like even in F1, like there's not really prospecting that much either. It's kind of just like you're good or you're not. No. Like, and so much of it's tied up to the equipment that you're using. Right. Uh, the equipment matters so much. The um, the ability of the team to improve said equipment throughout the course of the season is a big deal too. Like there's a lot, a lot out of your hands. Yeah. That'll be interesting to watch. I'm ex- I'm excited for the season though. Listeners, don't think I'm one of these phony baloney F1 uh, folk. I actually enjoy it, and I also own zero cards, so I think that means I am. Um, <laughs> I have I have good intentions. Yeah, but I'm anything. What'd you say? I said I'm the same way. I own zero cards. Absolutely. Yeah. Zero. Except you didn't like Drive to Survive, which was sad. Yeah, I didn't like it as much as I think. I think I liked it. I just think I thought that it was going to be like crazy because people just talked it up and hyped it up. I don't so know much. why I got so into it. I I. I when I watched it, I watched like a season in a day, and I rarely, rarely, rarely do that. Yeah, I, I had like yeah. finished finals at school and was like sitting around and was like <laughs> in my room, like doing nothing. And I was like, I'm just gonna watch all of this. It was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it was just a little too hyped up for me. My expectations got like crazy high. That's fair. That's fair. So maybe that's why. Well, the new season's coming out in like two weeks. So get excited to watch it if yeah. you want to. That one should be really interesting. So yeah, it was a really good season. Like uh, the actual like racing season was good. So hopefully yeah. the show's good too. But I'm excited. Any you want to table the rest of this stuff for next week? Yep. I think sounds good. Yeah. Sounds good to me. All right, guys. Thanks as always for tuning in. Uh, thank you to all you listened to the end. February was a record month of listens for us. So 
We've been month over month increasing listeners every month. So we're really excited and uh, keep it up and share with some friends if you get the chance. And we'll see you next week.